2: This episode of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things makeup and skincare. I've got a couple of things I want to let you guys know about. First and foremost, if you've ever thought about joining me and joining my team, we are on a roll right now and we're about to take over the world. So if you would like to learn more about possibly making a little extra income from your phone, working with me one-on-one, yes, the girl that's in your earbuds right now, I want to hang out with you. I want to have Zooms with you and chat and see what your goals are and get to know you and be a best. Uh, You can learn more by just searching the hashtag MinuteWithMary and by sending me a message. I don't bite. I'm just a normal person. I would love to talk with you. Or if you just want to try out a product, you can head on over to MinuteWithMary.com slash discount and get 15% off my favorite mascara.
0: He he wasn't all bad, my dad. Uh, That's what makes our parents loom so large in our heads, I
1: think. There are a million things to us all at once.
0: Not bad. Didn't know you had it in you. Indy 500, watch out. Keys.
1: Even after they're long gone. We're stuck with them. Can't help it. They're inside of us.
0: You know, my whole life, I promised myself I'd be nothing like them, but here I am putting all this pressure on you, making you so nervous you're sick. I ended up just like him. No, Dad. You're way better than him. Thank you, my son.
1: You're gonna be way better than me.
2: This is Us too. It's a podcast dedicated to the show, This Is Us, on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Welcome back. My name is Mary Larson.
1: My name's Blake, and I am not gonna lie, I, I may have shed a tear or six or twelve or a hundred. We
2: needed in this, like, that therapeutic scene. release of oh, this
1: disaster. <laughs> Especially oh, after being goodness.
2: gone on a hiatus for a little bit. We needed to uh, bring that back in our lives for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's it's the way to go. I I'm I'm happy to have this is us back even though we had about a uh, oh, I don't know, a 4 week layoff due to COVID reasons. Oh, it
2: strikes again.
1: You know, I, I, I something I do have to address before we start the show is like I, a lot of people have expressed frustration with the show because of all the various breaks that it's taken. Do they not know what's going on? I know, and that's something that <laughs> listen. I, I don't want to be negative, I, I you know, but it, it's what? hard right now. Who's complaining about J- break? J- just a bunch of jabronis on the internet, and like, of course, the internet is a cesspool of awful. So, I mean, take it for a grain of salt. However, I just want to say this: if you're mad because they took a break because of COVID, I, I mean. What are we talking about?
2: You know what I gotta say to that? You get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> All right? It's what I tell my kids at dinner.
1: Just like that.
2: You're lucky, Bam. we have new TV. When this began, when COVID began, yep. Blake and I were like, We're gonna have to watch repeats of everything for a year. Mm-hmm. So here you are, it's almost a year, and you've gotten already seven new episodes. Of this is us. Right, I know. You're welcome. Do you know the scene where Kevin was walking up to his his director and the director had to like shoom, shoom, turn into Transformers? Okay? <laughs> yes. That's real, man.
1: Yeah, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. So I just want to say, like, I understand. I truly I do. You this is us is your favorite thing. All right, and you always want your favorite thing to be exactly what it should don't be.
2: Don't be a Dudley. That's what I tell my you kids. Don't be a thirty-six!
1: Thirty-six, I had no thirty-seven! I had 37! Year, I had thirty-seven. You're a wizard, Harry. That's
2: literally what I tell my children when they're being spoiled brats. Don't yeah. be a Dudley. Don't be a Dudley. So that's what I'll say to all the fans out there who whined. How dare they take proper protocols during a pandemic where there's yeah. two new strains and we live in L.A. and <laughs> that's actually where one of the main new crazy strains and the is. And whole, the
1: whole state was shut down. Shame. Like, like stay at home. Don't, don't be a out. Dudley, right. fans. I think a lot of people don't recognize that This Is Us is shot in a fashion like that. Like yesterday. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is us just, what we're watching now was shot in like right before the new year. Yeah. Like that's when it happened. And so, edited. Yeah. And I bet you this editing was probably done maybe a few days ago. You're welcome. So just consider that. And I I, and I don't know
2: any of our listeners are the or the curmudgeon. Well, it's,
1: come, on, come on all of our listeners are smart, intelligent people. Seriously? I mean, look who they're listening to. There's, that's the reason why they're smart and intelligent people. <laughs> the
2: girl that oh. says you get what you get and you don't get upset and don't be a Dudley Dursley.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I wouldn't so. say
2: that. But anyway, before we get into this show Well, no, we're supposed to what? do the story. Okay, well, it should be your story. You wrote in the Google Doc that it's mine, but I vividly remember sitting on the couch right, next right, to you that, and I said, You know what it is? Blake? That was a
1: copy from last week's... Good. From last week's... Uh, well, last episode. Because I looked
2: at you and I was like, this is all sorts of daddy things and <laughs> so, sports and this yeah, is Yeah, all,
1: all, all the daddy issues. And, you know, I don't have a specific story that is involved uh, that relates to Kevin and his dad or Jack and his dad, but more of... A current state of affairs really
2: oh pill a chair up that Let's that spill the tea i
1: know that I, you can re- i at least can you
2: well, know my family listens to this podcast yeah right?
1: sure why not you know i mean hey it is it is what You're it is not gonna
2: talk badly about my family
1: no i'm not gonna talk badly about your family because your <laughs> family has treated me like an actual son uh, um no um and most of you know
2: my family randled you your family.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. I got randled. Um, my, m- as most of you know, uh, if you're a frequent listener, listener of uh, of This Is Us too, y- you all know that Mary and I uh, present a personal story uh, that we use to relate to what happens in This Is Us because, again, This Is Us too. Two. So, my again, my current state of affairs really is with my dad. And most of you, as you have probably been listening to for the past year or so, know that... My dad doesn't speak to me, um, just doesn't. Has chosen to not speak to me. Um, Mary, you know, she has freely admitted this, so I'm I'm not out of bounds to to talk about it. Mary uh, was recently pregnant uh, and uh, had a miscarriage. Uh,
2: you can use the we. We had a miscarriage. Yeah, uh, you know, but I, I, I physically mean, I, I, was pregnant, but yes. we had a miscarriage,
1: and this was something that developed uh, a. a You know, last week, which is why we Mary and I had to take a step back from all Mary and Blake productions. Uh, And it, I mean, it is what it is. It's a very sad thing. Um, It's upsetting, but my dad knows that this happened and never contacted me. Um, You know, I can't get mad. I'm not upset. Like I'm not angry. It's you can't get angry when you when you expect nothing, right? Um, So if If I expect him to not say anything, then I can't get mad when he doesn't say anything.
2: I still can get mad though.
1: Oh, absolutely! You can be you can be mad all you want, Marvin. That (laughs) Taurus never forget. I don't forget either, (laughs) but uh, a Taurus really never forgets. Anyway, um, right now the things between my dad and I are very complicated. They're extraordinarily complicated, and uh, despite my attempts to reach out to him all year. Um, via text or note or whatever, uh, he just has chosen to not respond, and it is what it is. Uh, I struggled with it very early on. Uh, I have come to peace with it, but and and, and like the, his ultimate loss is he doesn't get a chance to see his grandkids, and he doesn't get a chance to see my beautiful bride, and he doesn't get a chance to see me, and that's the that's the price he has to pay. And as angry, well as disappointed as i am in that and it i mean i'm not actively angry anymore i feel like jack does with his dad where it was you know i don't want to talk to him but he's not all bad Mm. he's done some stuff and i'm sure i've done stuff to him but he's done some stuff to me that was is really bad um but he wasn't all bad. And there are instances, like in this episode, where Jack's really bad memory of something happening, like his dad getting hammered at a baseball game and him having to drive home, is also supplemented with a really happy memory of him of his dad giving him approval, saying, I can't, you had it in you, kid. Mm-hmm. Good job. You impressed me. Yeah. Now, that is <laughs> a really unhealthy relationship. Yep. And I'm not saying that's right, but I am saying your your parents, and especially my dad, are uh, all things at once to me. And it is a, a, a veritable cornucopia, if you will, of emotion. Uh, and the current state of affairs is he don't talk to me. And I'm not upset with him, disappointed, but he's not evil. He's not all bad. He just is making a choice right now. And uh, it's one that he has to live with and one that I have to live with, but I have my family and we're moving forward. So that is how I related to this story, uh, or at least to this episode. Mary, now we can continue.
2: Thank you, Blake, for sharing that story. I know it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, And just as a little side note, we want to thank all of our friends um, and community who have supported us during this time of loss. Um, I'm actually... Very, very thankful that This Is Us took the break. The universe knew that I was going to be miscarrying, and it was a very drawn-out miscarriage. Yes. I knew that I had a non-viable child for two weeks, and that was some of the hardest two weeks of my life. Um, so to not have to watch an episode where people are about to give birth during those two weeks, really worked out for me.
1: That that, that helped.
2: <laughs> it really did. So thank you, This Is Us Universe. But really, thank you to our all of our friends and those of you who um, chipped in with all sorts of kindness, um, whether whether gifts or cards or messages or prayers. Just know that it really, really means a lot to Blake and I. So on that note. Again, we want-
1: we're sharing this because... This is us too. This is us too. Yes. So it, it is what it is so continue
2: um but before we do this we want to remind you of course that we can hang on out on all sorts of social media or on facebook twitter instagram youtube and i'm going to do a little experiment i did another experiment for our outlander friends yes and i'm going to do an experiment for our this is us too friends i would love for you to send us a message on facebook instagram or twitter with a lemon just the lemon just emoji. Just
1: the lemon. Just I like it. Just the lemon
2: it. emoji. This is just me, like seeing who's out there and who's listening to this part of the podcast, because I know for sure, like, there's people who zone out. Yep. Uh, so send us a lemon. We want to also thank all of our friends at jointhenerdclan.com for making this possible. It's thanks to you that we keep on rolling. All right, let's get into the show. Hey Blake, can you tell me all of the details? I
1: can. The episode title was There. It's a reference to what Kevin was saying about his dad, that his dad was the most there person ever. He was the most there parent ever. Whether or not Kevin is 100% correct or not, I think is debatable, what matters most and is something that I think that we have been discussing here on the show for a, quite a long time and uh, absolutely something that was brought up in this episode was Kevin's memory of his dad. The the myth, the man, the legend, Jack Pearson probably has outreached the actual person. So as a result, uh, you know, Kevin is putting undue pressure on himself. The director was Kevin Rodney Sullivan. I know you do not know that name and that is okay, but he's actually a kind of a big director. He directed that movie, how Stella got a groove back.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Love that movie. He
1: also directed the movie barbershop Two, And he's actually quite a, uh, uh, prolific director in television. Uh, Directing many episodes of 30 Rock, The West Wing, NCIS, How to Get Away with Murder, Grey's Anatomy. All so, over the place. So he's a Shondaland man, hashtag Bridgerton. Uh, by the way, check out the Bridgerton with, with Marion Blake. Blake podcast at MarionBlake.com. Uh, he's also directed Riverdale, uh, the show Evil, the show Titans, as well as that show on Netflix, You, and uh, The Good Fight, and The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This is his only This Is Us Credit yeah. as of this moment. Interesting. So that is that. The writers writers were Isaac Abtaker and Elizabeth Berger, the co-showrunners, if you will, of This Is Us, along with Dan Fogelman. They, as a pair, because they are writing tandem, they have written episodes Pilgrim Rick, Jack Pearson Sung, Moonshadow, Deja Vu, The Car, The Wedding, Nine Bucks, Her, The Pool Pot 2, The Cabin, and obviously this episode. And I will say this. When I saw their names on the title cards as you know the show was beginning. I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a good one because every episode they have written, I, I would say 98% of it is tremendous, and it's always usually a big episode. So I was a little surprised at the episode that we got when I saw the writers that were writing it. Oh my god. So I'm just going to say that. Different opinion, Uh, and that's okay. That's that's a good thing. Let's let's talk about it, Marvin. Your lemonade rating.
2: My lemonade rating is a solid 4.9, just shy of a five. Bring on the Sherman. Bring on the Jack Pearson. Bring on the babies. I'm here for it.
1: (laughs) Excellent. All right, for me.
2: Yeah, you just—I just changed your mind. I'm going to continue to change your mind because I see what you wrote. Okay. And if anyone who worked on this episode, here's what you wrote.
1: <laughs> um, all right. So I will. A fairy I will, be, will will croak. I. <laughs> a fairy will
2: croak. Okay. You better start clapping.
1: <laughs> I will be upfront with you in the document. In the document, I have three nine.
2: Three point nine, the lowest I think you've ever given. Oh no. No, this no. Is...
1: no, no. Are you sure? 100%. I gave the, the Duke episode, the one where that was like a, <coughs> I gave her I gave that like a two one.
2: Okay, so aside from <laughs> that one.
1: Um
2: Do you like that I just like you know what it is? I, think that, I wrote
1: like... it I wrote it in anger. I wrote it in anger because I was well, angry.
2: I think you need a hug and a cocoa. Okay? I think I
1: absolutely need Can a hug. Can you cocoa. please go
2: back to where you were last night on the couch, crying?
1: I cried when we were playing our little clip.
2: You're not allowed to cry and give an episode a 3.9. So get the anger out.
1: No, no, the the crying bit saved the episode. The crying bit is is the reason why it has a 3.9. Okay, I'll tell throw me. I'm going to I'm going to throw that out there. Tell me. However, however feel feeling generous today. Okay. Feeling generous today. All right. I'm going to give it a 3.99. <laughs> I can't go four. I cannot go four.
2: Okay, fine. Anyway, my good, bad, great. Okay. And in case what do you got If you ever wanted to know who invented the GBG, the love sandwich, the let's surround negative thoughts by positive ones, it was me. Yes. In case there was any doubt whatsoever, no, no mm. doubt
1: whatsoever. When it, when it comes to you.
2: Okay. First off, my good. Yes. Randall and Beth being on the phone with Madison. Uh huh. Like just. Who do you think was the one that was like, let's call Madison? Was it Beth because she's a mom and she's like, Madison's freaking out? Or was it even Randall? Just knowing like, we are family and this is what family does. Or did they say it together and then say Jinx? We should call Madison (laughs) (laughs) Jinx. Oh, me a Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? But no matter what, the pair of them being on the phone with Madison. This is why we're in love. I know. um, Being on the phone with her and being able to read her. And saying like, oh, we can just stay on the phone. Your family, and that is all she needed. Here she was saying that she's all alone. She's not close with her family,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they're here for her. They're here for her to stay on the phone. Oh, all the good. My bad, my bad. Which, mind you, I gave this up an episode four point nine. Sure. My bad is just something that I am shocked, shocked beyond belief <laughs> Shock that a pregnant <laughs> woman wouldn't have had. The wherewithal to say, I could go into labor six weeks early. Yeah. I could. And my fiance is in a different country. What would our plan be? What would our plan be as my husband is in a movie with Robert De Niro? Yeah, okay? a big deal. So as Kevin's walking out and Madison's like, I think I'm in labor. This is what's going on. Hold on, my friends, because I'm about to get a lot of you mad. I sat there and said, Kevin needs to do his, do his job. Like, there are people with live-or-die jobs. There are people in the military. There are people who are fishermen who are out at sea. There are people that, because of their job, sadly, have to miss the birth of their children. Mm -hmm. That's the career that they have chosen. And I just, I'm worried for for Kevin's financial security right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we know he ends up in that gorgeous house. We know that there's, like, the Oscar on the the bookshelf or whatever. So it's
1: going to be okay.
2: It's going to be okay, but part of me is like, Kevin, why did you or your agent or your assistant or anybody say, like, if she goes into labor, I think the director came up with a really great idea, like, we'll move things around and get you out of here as soon as possible. Or what the uh, agent was saying, like, okay, go down there, see the birth, but like, please come right back up. Listen, I get it. I'm a mom. I wanted Blake there with me all the time. I wanted him there for his a pro, what was it? The daddy time that I didn't get with you, and you left me alone to Paternity sweat. Leaf? Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> just went right back to work. Thanks.
2: You know, whatever.
1: <laughs> it left me alone to sweat. I'll t- I did. I. Uh, I ca- it, you came home true. with
2: a newborn and me naked, saying, "Why don't we have an air conditioner?" And you no, were like, "No, we had
1: an air conditioner." And I
2: was beat red. Oh, the, that the kid was, so was beat
1: red. He was just sitting on this leather couch in yep. our family room, <laughs> and the, we had this little teeny tiny air conditioner in the window. I was <sighs> like, "Oh no," I went straight to Home Depot when I bought like an 800 kabillion megawatt air conditioner and I froze you out of the house. We were wearing sweatshirts for the rest of the summer. But
2: what I can say is that I appreciated my husband had to go back to work. And so I'm just confused that this wasn't part of the plan, that Kevin would just leave Robert De Niro, leave his career, leave this like huge, huge, huge deal of a project, but not to have had this even thought through Mm -hmm. as an option. That's what confuses me. You you got 40 weeks yeah. to plan this out. Figure that out. You knew you had this movie coming out. Why wasn't the planner in me just had an issue and that's why I had to deduct 0.1? Yep. Is, um, I sat there for a minute and be like, why did no one make a plan for this? Anyway.
1: Russell here on Facebook says that this is, feels like it's a little bit more deserving than a 0.1 deduction.
2: So if Kevin wasn't, Kevin, like not the brightest bulb in the bunch, <laughs> I would give this a bigger point deduction
1: okay if this were randall
2: if this were randall and you know you know that he has a planner like a written planner yeah and oh, he's yeah. got the planner on his phone he's actually got the rocket planner that like syncs between his phone and the planner and he's got the google calendar signed it's up it's all with color-coded Beth. yep if this was randall this would be so much lower okay mm-hmm. because it'd be like randall you knew better this is kevin bless his heart okay yeah Bless his little heart, but sorry. some that that No, someone dropped the ball. Yeah. And then migrate. You ready for this? Yes, let's do it. What's our sound after we do our GBGs? Can you just play it? The sound that we usually do for uh, feedback?
1: Sure, yeah. And we said...
2: That's three.
1: Big three?
0: Big three!
2: We're about to have a little three.
1: Oh, yes! Born that in is on the same right. day. Yes. Potentially, if, potentially. Whatever,
2: they're going to be born around each other. Yep. Oh, my God. If one of them has... Wouldn't that be terrible if they're in labor at the same time, and one of them just pops them right out, and the other has to labor for, like, two or three days? Oh,
1: misery.
2: Someone's going to get jealous. Don't (laughs) let the other person know. Um, But I just love that we're going to have a little three. Uh, Yeah,
1: it's going to be great. And that's what we call them. They're going to be the little three, right? Because there
2: was... What were the the... What was it like Beth and McGallick? What were they called? The other three. three, Yeah. Yeah. So we have the other three, the big three, and now the little three. And then the
1: little three. And
2: then the hashtag, who are they? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's our new shirt, ladies and gents. That's the new shirt. Oh my gosh.
2: It needs to be written like all the hipsters when they have names. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. 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 Big three, and. Big three. Little three.
2: Little three. And other three.
1: And hashtag, who are they? Perfect. There. uh, Yep. That was coming. I like it. All right. For me, the good. uh, The. The Okay, I'm going to switch it up because I, I mean, I'm i going to switch up my good and great because now that I'm looking at it, I, I got to switch it up. So my good is uh, Jack in the bathroom talking to the coach. Yeah. And he's like, just... You know what? Don't call my kid stupid and tell me that you understand. And the guy's like washing his hands. What does that
2: mean? Tell me you
1: understand. No, it, that's an alpha that, dog move. Is
2: that, have I made my point clear? Yeah, yeah, is like, that what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was he trying to be like, you're a dad too, man? No,
1: no, no, no. It's, it, that's, I'm, um, y- he's peeing in the pool. Like, y- you he, better, who you pees better pees in understand. the pool
2: on purpose.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: I still don't understand what you mean. Yeah, it's just, but I'm
1: mocking it. my territory. Okay. I'm peeing in the pool. Well,
2: don't do it in a pool.
1: <laughs> he is he's saying, tell me you understand right now. don't call my kid stupid. Like I'm <laughs> that's it.
2: The, the peeing thing's getting me. I've been watching a lot of <laughs> National Geographic and I saw Arctic wolves go to another wolf's home uh-huh. and pee over it (laughs) exactly
1: because they're mocking that territory
2: okay but then why did he give him a paper towel
1: because it's he's he's giving him the people's elbow wash the hands. he's coming down from the clouds and punted and and just pile driving him into the into the core of the earth that's what's happening right there giving him the and that's my great jack doing this alpha move you're great or you're good Uh, sorry it's my good
2: whatever it's something pleasant sure
1: whatever it's taking the, the paper towel and just giving it to him. Is that like, saying you're done here? You know, you're done. We're done. Get out. You know, Just get on your way. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you wash up? Why don't you clean yourself up after I just pulverized your face into the ground and just blood everywhere. That's basically I what was it is. I was nervous
2: he was going to get a little physical. I'm not going
1: to lie. No, I don't see that happening. Because, well, it didn't. And, but you know what I was thinking in the middle of this scene was, dude, I wouldn't screw with Jack. And it's not because like he was super intimidating or whatever. That guy... Killed people. Yeah. Straight up murdered people in Vietnam. <laughs> you
2: want to know what I he's, thought? He's
1: seen stuff.
2: I love that this is where your mind's going. Like, watch <laughs> out. He's an army vet. He's seen stuff. I saw him as, here's a paper towel. Get out, because I have to toot. And <laughs> don't you hear <laughs> You know, when you go to the bathroom and you're like, I need to toot. And I don't want the broad who's like, take it forever, fixing her makeup, add the thing, get the counter. Like, let's go. No. Please. I'm going to be audible in 30 seconds. No. So I saw it as Jack being like, you need to leave. (laughs) We had Sloppy Joe's earlier. (laughs) So what happened to Kevin? I'm the opposite side of the body. You wanna go. Dry your hands, hurry up. Get out. This is your final warning. Things are going
1: nuclear in here, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh dad did you
2: see coach running out <laughs> sure did uh, taught him
1: <laughs> so, uh, you're welcome blake oh mary you're a mess all right so yeah just him giving that oh, just it's an army vet you can't you can't come back from that if you're the coach
2: you can't come you, you have to quit For life either of those situations you, you,
1: you like you, you have to quit life yeah oh you gotta like move to canada you, or you have to do something other than whatever you cho- to move to whatever you've chosen to do with your life it snows it's over all the time. When somebody hands you a paper towel to clean yourself up, time to go <laughs> Don't gotta go home but you can't stay here.
2: Okay so what's your bad
1: All right my bad the manipulation with the driving scenes.
2: Okay so you know you you know how the show goes, right?
1: Um, this is us Yeah, I do but it's I felt like, like but I, I, it's called gotcha? And I thought that "This Is Us" was better than that. I think they
2: actually did a good job.
1: Yeah, no, no. So let me rephrase: the writing of it, the direction of it is was really good. Yes. Like you, you are anticipating something bad happening, You're especially expecting when they're in a
2: car accident with when, Kevin yeah, inside. When
1: they're switching angles, and especially when they go to that side angle, when. Uh, Randall calls Kevin you expect when that visual language when that happens you expect someone to come and T-Bone Kevin. Like, that's what you expect.
2: I do expect Kevin to get in an accident within some season in the future for the amount of time he does not look at the road, though. Oh, can- how
1: about all of the characters what- in this show don't look at the road when they're driving?
2: I hope they have Teslas. The, the,
1: only one that, the only one that was looking at the road when he was driving was young Jack.
2: No wonder Kate wants a Tesla. <laughs> right? She said, I don't want a flipping fruit basket. No one in my family actually looks at the road. Oh, I man. want a self-driving car.
1: But what I... What I It was just overt, and it was like- What do you mean, what was overt? Can we use no pronouns? The manipulation that the show was doing to you, it was being disingenuous. The
2: car in the ditch with the- The
1: car in the ditch, and then the whole accident thing, like the switching- Here's my question for you. Drifting in the lanes, and the looking down, it's like- Can I ask you a
2: question? What? If you didn't have last week's, next week,
1: on This Is Us,
2: where we saw the car in the ditch with the- And with a wallet. Yes. If you didn't have that looming over you and all you did have was Kevin swerving and you were thinking he was getting into an accident, but actually someone else is in an accident and he drops his wallet because he's using his jacket as a tourniquet. Would you still feel just as manipulated or do you think it was last week's terrible coming up next week? Well, it was was absolutely
1: the last episodes coming up. But it wasn't localized to just that. This episode begins, the cold open begins with the car in the ditch and on fire. Oh. Okay, so let's even say that they 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 got rid of that. Okay, let's say they got rid of that too. I'm still a little manipulated. I'm still like I see what you're doing. Like, I'm not angry with you, but I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little off put by that. However, the way that the episode started, part of the story that they're telling for this particular episode is beginning with that car in the ditch on fire. They are telling you with the with the the license and everything, Kevin is a part of this and whatever. And they're being specifically manipulative to make sure that you think he's going to get an accident. And that is just disingenuous.
2: Well, right away, Blake was like, oh, he's not driving the same car that's in the ditch.
1: Right. It's a different car. Like, yeah. I noticed it when the, the episode began. Yeah. Um now I have said this on many a different podcasts, and I gotta be fair. Okay, I gotta be fair. If something like this was done on Outlander, Didn't fire
2: I oh, that voice
1: would here, I'll play it again for you. Didn't fire
2: Madison just peed.
1: I <laughs> I would have just obliterated Outlander if they did something like this. So it, I have to be fair. And that's why I'm giving this episode a three nine. Or three nine nine because what they did was ridiculous and how they did that.
2: I was fine with it. I'm sorry that you're such so a cynic. Uh,
1: so that is that. The great for me is the uh, is the detail of young Kevin uh, taking the straw out of the drink and doing the same exact thing that Jack does. He sucks the soda out um, of the straw. I there's little things like that. Little things that um. Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger are excellent at that. Those little textured moments that, if you're not paying attention, you don't see. Uh, I, and they made a pretty specific point with the direction to show you exactly what happened. But it was just an excellent little pinpoint, a little dot on the exclamation point of the, of what they're trying to uh, achieve in this episode with uh, the, the comparisons between fathers and sons and just a perfect little. I mm.
2: thought of you because you don't like straws. You take I hate it out straws. and a piece of my ocean loving heart dies. Every time someone serves you a drink with a straw, cause you do the same thing, <laughs> right out. take it right out. <laughs> and I saw that and I was like, our children may not even have straws when they're older. That's true. Cause straws are killing the ocean.
1: All right, you ready for some uh, Big Three
2: feedback, my love? Why, wow, you don't want me to get all melodramatic and, like, <laughs> have Sarah McLaughlin sing and
1: I talk about the poor turtles? <laughs> you know what? Nope, we're moving on. <laughs> all right, here we go. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! All right, the first one comes from a Megan Elizabeth Drake. She says, this was a five for me for all the little moments. The mislead really didn't bother me because Good, we knew Megan. Kevin would be fine. Yes. and Because it wasn't actually the main story. Of why do we have a picture of Wanda on, on, from, I don't know. You on keep, WandaVision? I'll keep
2: reading and you'll fix
1: it. <laughs> no, okay. that, I mean, I can't fix it now. It, it's, it is what it is. I'm okay. just, it is what it is. So uh, if, if, for those of you who are not having the benefit of watching us live right now in our studio, there's a picture of Wanda from WandaVision in, on our screen. Okay. <laughs> Uh, she liked that it facilitated the suspense, suspense and the intrigue. The good to the injured man telling Kevin it's not the most important moment. Such a wise moment, and he needed to hear it, and his own dad isn't there to give it to him. The most important moment for Kevin was probably that moment we see in the Ba. the bad, Why didn't Beth say anything on the phone? I wanted some experienced mama pep talk from her, but hopefully that's coming ah. next week. And why didn't Jack tell Kevin what else he is good at besides... Football. The great was Justin Hotley's acting and yes. everything with Jack and Kevin. The line "That's what makes our parents loom so large. There are a million things to us all at once." has just been resonating with me as I process my own childhood and raise my own kid. Mm-hmm. Now this episode just gave me all the good feels. Yes. The way the first two seasons always did, even if it was a little. Love savvy. these
2: points, Megan. Um, so she asked, "Why didn't Beth say anything on the phone?"
1: It's a good question. Um. Probably because she feels like it's Randall's place, you know, at that moment. You know, he's like he is the brother of Kevin. Like this is his moment to say, no, no, no. You're you're a part of us. Like you're a part of the Pearson clan. It's not coming from the other three. It's coming from big three. And you got to know.
2: I take it as... Beth will be talking. They're going to stay on oh, the yeah. phone for a real long time. So Absolutely. don't worry. I think Beth will talk. I agree with you. I think it's okay. My brother couldn't do this. I will take. I will do this right now for my brother. Yes. Um. Yeah. So. All
1: right. So we got a voicemail in, and this is actually something that I just I never gave thought to. We we in Outlander cast and our other shows, we take a lot of voicemails from for the podcast. And it's absolutely something that I would love for all of you to do. If you have thoughts and you want your voice to be heard on the podcast, send us a voicemail. Go to Marionblake.com. You'll see contact at the top of the page. Just click the contact button. You'll see a voicemail button and then it will just go right to your microphone and you can. it'll get emailed right to me. You don't even have to call anything. You just hit the button and you can send your voicemail. So let's do that going forward. I love this idea. Uh, I just never thought to include voicemails in uh, This Is Us 2. But today, today is a first, ladies and gents. Let's hear it, shall we? We shall. Hello. If it will this play. This
0: is my first voice recording, so hi. Oh,
1: hold on. You know what? We're going we to play it We want to
0: get your name, so we're replaying it.
1: Sorry. that my, my volume wasn't up. I I apologize.
0: Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Emily. Hi, Emily. This is my first voice recording, so Yay. hi. Hi. Um, I just wanted to give a quick review of the most recent episode I would give this one three lemonades. Usually I'm a higher rater like Mary is. Um, I love the show a lot. It's one of my favorites. But this episode was probably my least favorite in the whole series. Um, The good was Kevin saying that he would kiss Miguel on the lips. That was really funny. Yes. Mm. Um, The bad, I think, was them just leading us to believe that Kevin was going to get into a car accident. Yep. And as Blake would say, that it's really disingenuous
1: (laughs) and the great... Hold on, Emily. Thank you so much because that was actually said on this (laughs) podcast. That you know what you're going to get. You know what you get. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, continue.
0: Would be Kevin leaving the set to go to the airport instead of staying for an extra six or seven hours. Um, I think the old Kevin would have stayed and ruined his relationship. Um, so I'm really glad he decided to try to be more like his father was. And yeah, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say about this episode. All right, Emily. Yay.
1: Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Well, you've already heard what we had to say so far. So that is that will answer that. But I like your thought about Kevin leaving. And that is the new Kevin as opposed to the old Kevin and ruining relationships. I just think
2: he needs a better assistant.
1: Uh, definitely a, a plan B yep the next one comes from Eileen Marie she says uh, 3.7 lemonades for her this definitely felt like a filler episode since we didn't really learn anything new about anyone
2: but see I love filler like one of my favorite mm. sandwiches is BLT
1: oh the worst it's
2: literally made of filler
1: it's the worst it's the it's not even a sandwich it's just toppings
2: you know what it is it's just the great like oh I had a late breakfast I'm not totally hungry but I could go for something salty, a little bit of squish. You might as well just put
1: ketchup and mayo in it. No, thank you. And then slap it together.
2: I mean, mayo is in it, so I'll take the mayo and the ketchup to the tomato. You're welcome.
1: Yeah, you might as well just get a big tub of ketchup and mayo and just and then that's it. You need it. the
2: crunch of the bacon. Continue. 3.7 oh, filler episode. I'm just imagining a BLT.
1: To use Blake's terminology, this felt like it, this was the thing getting us to the thing. But it was just a little boring of an episode for me. It was fine, but not really even a, a pony, really, for her. You no,
2: know, like, what is not even a pony? A goat?
1: Like, a <laughs> sheep? <laughs> uh, um, we already know Kevin is trying to live up to his dad's image. We already know he's torn on how to be a good dad and to be a good person. We already know he he's struggled with with insecurities with his identity and his place in the world and in the family. While I loved the moment with Randall and Beth, and when they call Madison and and offer to talk to her, we even already knew that they were kind of the people that would do that. I also felt like this episode had some sloppy writing, the crash and Kevin's phone use uh, a little manipulative for the, for the sake of being dramatic. And more annoyingly, how did Kevin possibly get over the border so quickly and without a passport? And if he did use a passport, what happened to it? Was it in his jacket that he put on the the guy? Where was the
2: airline? Was the airline in Seattle?
1: He would still have to have his passport. He doesn't matter. He He would still have to have his passport regardless.
2: I know, but if the airport's in Vancouver, he wouldn't have gone over the border yet. Yeah, he's just getting into the airport. But he
1: could still use his passport as identification.
2: Yeah, it's probably in his luggage, and he'll remember.
1: I hope so. I, I really hope so. Um, and uh, let's see, where where was I? Uh, what happened to it? Was it in his jacket that he put on the guy from the crash? Did he forget that he had one, and next week he'll suddenly remember it? Come on, writers, you can do better. Also with the TSA scene, I understand that Kevin was desperate to get to the hospital for Madison and the babies, but if he somehow is allowed on that plane without an ID, that feels a little too cringy for me and pushes the idea that having wealth and status can get you advantages, and just doesn't sit well with me since one of us random, ordinary viewers would likely never be able to make a grand speech and then get the past the TSA. So I'm really curious to see how they'll resolve this next week.
2: Well, also, there's still COVID.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Like, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening here. And lastly, from Eileen, she says, my fiance wants me to point out that he totally called that it wasn't Kevin's car that crashed since he noticed it. It was a different car in the preview well last done. month. He is a Slytherin, so it was important for me to share this so he gets credit for being right. And that is why I picked this comment, because hashtag Slytherins stick together. You're a wizard, Harry.
2: Our friends online who are watching live are saying that it was in Seattle. This airport, you know how Miguel was just like all over the place. He was like Travelocity going to town. Yeah, because
1: it was an American TSA agent.
2: Oh my goodness, gracious. Right. Border Patrol. You, yeah. need you need a passport now to go from the U.S. to Canada. Right.
1: You need a passport. I, no. Just the whole.
2: You know, maybe maybe Kevin does have his passport on him and he forgot. He just, like, you know, precious Kevin. And he's a little frazzled. So he thought, like, oh, I need my wallet. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what happens. Maybe the TSA officer is going to bring him over and they'd be like, are you sure you don't have anything like a passport? And he'd be like, oh, of course I have a passport.
1: Mm-hmm. I've got that. He needs a passport. Whenever you cross the country country borders... Nowadays, you, you have to. Regardless, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. I don't care where you go. You gotta have well, you a passport. Well, you didn't
2: used to have a passport to go to Canada.
1: Yeah, but you should still have one.
2: I know, but I'm saying, but now you do.
1: I know, well, whatevs. Um,
2: <laughs> okay. So,
1: technically, Marvin, we are 41 minutes into this podcast. Um, we've said a lot. Uh, is there anything that you would like to say that stands out to you from the jump? Madison. What about Madison.
2: I just feel bad for her. For a couple of reasons, okay? First off, she's going to try to vaginally birth twins. Oof! Okay? (laughs) I'll be real with you guys. I have friends who have twins. Not a single one of them chose that option.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Hold on to your butts.
2: Madison, high five. (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah.
1: Hold on. So say we all. Yeah.
2: Okay. Also, the lack of planning. Why didn't they buy Madison a doula, who she would know, who could have been her friend for the past three months, Mm -hmm. to be with her? I just, poor planning on the pregnancy part. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to give like a little shout out to Madison because it's an interesting perspective, I think, for mothers who've given birth during the pandemic who couldn't have their partner with them. Particularly Mm -hmm. like in the earlier portion of the pandemic, moms literally had to go to the hospital, mask on, give birth by themselves. Yep. And so, I don't know. I don't know if they meant for Madison to kind of be that little, this is us too, shout out to all the moms that have birthed by themselves. (laughs) Sure, yeah. You know, had their plans go out the window because of the pandemic, but I just thought that it was... um Just an interesting perspective into something that a lot of people had to deal with because of recent developments.
1: Jody on Facebook, who's watching us live right now, says uh, she is not the same Madison. She used to be quirky and weird, and now she's just so serious and depressed.
2: She's pregnant with twins. Yeah. I'm giving her a get-out-of-jail-free card.
1: I'm going to kind of give her a get-out-of-jail-free card, too, and especially, you know, the whole relationship with Kevin and the whole thing. It's It's... It is a very serious thing. So you can't just be quirky and weird and whatever when you're dealing with such visceral emotion. Is Jody correct? Yes. But I'm I'm giving him a pass. I used to be
2: a lot more quirky and fun.
1: You're still kind of a.
2: I know, but I used to be more before I had kids.
1: <clears throat> that's true. But I think anybody, any parent. Is... Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, that... But she ain't a parent yet.
2: I beg to, what? Well, I you know, beg to you know differ.
1: I mean. You know what I mean. Like, she, she nope. doesn't have kids. Nope. And out you're just taking
2: a dad perspective. Dads well, think you're a parent when the baby comes out. Moms usually think you're a parent when you find out you're pregnant.
1: That is totally reasonable, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying it's different, and you have to admit it's different yeah, when saying, the kid is out as yeah. opposed to when it's in. All I'm
2: saying is that she's going through a lot of hormones. A lot yes. of people actually do have, um, you know, postnatal depression and yep. stuff and we've been worried about Madison for a while so I appreciate what you're saying Jody. that her, her personality has definitely changed.
1: This just reminds me this episode of everything that I love about This Is Us the conversation between Jack
2: oh, I'm glad you gave it a 3.9
1: uh, well you didn't let me finish my <laughs> statement <laughs> the conversation between Jack and, yeah, and young Kevin uh, especially when they're in the hotel room and Jack sits down and there's this excellent shot excellent i'm not going to give it an outstanding but it is excellent of the two of them sitting across from each other in the beds and jack is young kevin is saying listen you you don't think i'm like like anything other than football and like and there's this shot that is created of the two of them being reflected in the mirror Ooh. And it's Jack. It's a it, it, the meta context here or the the subcontext is Jack is has is having to face himself and a version of himself that he didn't think he was becoming. He didn't think that he was becoming his dad. Yet here he is with his son telling him you're putting all this pressure on me. And Jack has this rec- this recognition like wow, I got to look myself in the mirror here and say I am becoming my dad, which then of course leads him to the idea of going to uh, the bar and having a steak with his son and the whole thing. Even the conversation between Randall and Madison, I shed a tear or two during that conversation. It was excellent. Those are all the things that I love about this is us. Those are the things that this is us. Those are
2: the moments when you're like, can I be in the Pearson family?
1: Uh, Yes. I want, I want Jack (laughs) as my dad. I, I, I've said it a thousand times I will say it to I will die on this hill anytime that I don't do something or I do something that I know is probably not right with my kids or my wife I I legitimately ask myself is this what Jack Pearson would do
2: oh what does your wife tell you too from time to time I need you to be Jack Pearson yeah
1: I need you to Jack Pearson this that's what she tells me I use it as a verb yep yeah I need you to Jack Pearson this one yeah
2: Blake will be like and I'm like Jack Pearson it
1: (laughs) wait what am I like yeah. I don't
2: want them to have a bubble bath Bubble baths take more time What would Jack Pearson do? He would give him a bubble bath
1: <laughs> So those are the things That I think This Is Us does very well Again reiterating the point of the straw And the sipping the soda out yeah. With the two of them the Mirroring that But this episode also um, Showcases what This Is Us Is really guilty of And what is really bad about This Is Us the car accident and, um, or, and uh, manipulation and all of those kind of things, this is us is guilty of, and it's unfortunate.
2: because I actually like loved the car accident, and I loved the sa- like the saving bit, the fact that of all things, that was like one of the most Jack Pearson things Kevin could have ever done.
1: Right, right, and I think that's great. But they manipulated you into it. Just give me the car accident. Give me, Kevin, just making the choice for the sake of making the choice. Right?
2: And then when the dad's like, the kids aren't going to remember the day that they were born. Yeah. I wanted him to say, but my kids are going to remember the day you saved my life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right? Exactly. Absolutely. 100%. Like, it's incredible. That's so what
2: I say in my brain, because it's too cheesy for them to write, because this is us writers are much better than me.
1: Yes, true. Uh, and they're <laughs> much better than me, too. Uh, um, I, but This Is Us is guilty of doing this car crash thing uh, now twice. If you remember in Moonshadow, you think that Jack dies when he drives off after he's had a couple of beers. Yeah. You think that he's going to die because of a car crash and that he doesn't. And then they had that car crash fake out with with Kevin and Tess after he had a couple of beers. And I
2: keep thinking Kate and Toby are going to get in car accidents.
1: Right. Right. I just I'm just throwing that out there. They've been guilty of this before, but I feel like this is the most egregious one of them all. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe they're also just trying to warn us that like one of the most dangerous things you can do in life is be in a car. It's true. (sighs) <sighs> yeah. hashtag Don't use straws. hashtag Wear a seatbelt. Okay, the Mary PSA is over. Blake, you have one last point that uh, you wanted to bring
1: up. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I got a couple of different things. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, it is what I'm it is. I just your notes, Blake. I, I another great visual storytelling <laughs> uh, thing that they do with Jack and Kevin in in the younger years, oh, oh, with Jack and Kevin, regardless of the year, um, is that they're at the bar. And Jack is having this very intentional, poignant conversation with Kevin saying that he's going to be better than he is and the whole thing. And they're at a bar and they're framed by a bunch of alcohol.
2: Oh, man, you get so deep and so on point.
1: I just I, I love that visual cue. I think that visual cue is stellar, you know, and
2: I just thought he wanted better service.
1: It's true. The lighting was also very, was on point. Uh, Yasu Tanita, the director of photography killed it in this episode, especially at the bar. Because
2: you and I often just go sit at the bar when we're like really hungry and we know that the bartender is going to put in our order right away. Whereas if you sit down at a table, you don't know when the waitress is going to see you. Sure, But you're right, that was on
1: purpose. And you know, there's also some other things like, you know, his kid's old enough now where they can go sit at the bar together and, and share a steak and talk about it. And one of the things that I think that is put into this conversation is the fact that Jack is owning up to his mistakes. And it is in direct defiance to Kevin's interpretation of, of who Jack was. Jack is saying, I made a mistake and you need to talk about mistakes. Even though Jack is always the one that kind of suppresses his emotions yeah. and has definitely given that to his kids, this was an indication of Jack saying, men, like adults talk about this stuff and you need to talk. And, yeah. and it's okay to admit when you're wrong. Um, I really love that. I I just I think that is just awesome, awesome, and it oh, just oh, it's so great. Anyway, um, knowing the context that like Kevin becomes an alcoholic and he's always, always looking to Jack and he's I Jack's just feel dad is part. You of, only
2: gave this episode three point nine. You no,
1: have so much it, to say about it. It, it the, again, I love the Jack stuff. The Jack stuff is incredible. I'm. I kind of wish though that they didn't give you Young Jack stuff. I wanted to like relive that through his memory. You know what I mean? I didn't want to see it necessarily.
2: I don't. I just don't want. No, why you gotta be so picky, man? Well, you because again, you, you don't get upset.
1: Just, <laughs> just enjoy it. Oh man! Or how Kevin had to make the big speech at the end of the episode, like Jack would normally have to make a big speech. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, so good. So uh, anyway. So that is that. Um, Anything else you want to say about this episode? No. Marvin, you got got anything else? No, I loved it. I I think I I liked a lot of it. I just didn't like a big portion of it. And that big portion almost breaks it. And that's why it gets a 399. All right. You ready to do some in or out on this podcast? Yes, I am. Let's do it, shall we? We want to let you know that this In or Out is brought to you by JoinTheNerdClan.com to get all of the great kinds of bonus material and extras from myself and Mary, whether it is uh, Blake's Book Club or uh, Keep Calm and Crown On or even the After Doc episodes that we put on the After Doc show, which will be happening tonight. Oh, after. I
2: told people it wasn't happening. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, OK. I thought.
1: Oh, no, no problem. No problem. Uh, well, even then, the After Doc show. The AfterDoc show does happen uh, after these podcast episodes. Uh, There's a lot you don't want to miss out on uh, uh, at jointhenerdclan.com. So, of course...
2: I'm are, doing a Bridgerton book read well, book club, so... Yes,
1: that's one of the other things that I was just about to say. Mary is about to do after uh, Valentine's Day. She's be going to begin The Duke and I, which is the first book of the Bridgerton saga, if you will, if you're a big fan of Bridgerton. And if you haven't l- listened to Bridgerton with Mary and Blake yet, trust me, you're going to want to listen to it. Lots of Mary and Blake Media Hall of Fame moments in that in that <laughs> podcast. We yes. may or may not have had one today. In this show, I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, so go to jointhenerdclan.com, become a, an, a, an official member uh, of that uh, incredible community over there. You don't want to miss out. So jointhenerdclan.com. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, Marvin, in or out? My favorite segment of all of our podcasts, in or out on Little League. Like Little League Baseball? Little League Baseball. Going there and doing the thing and having your kids play. And, not, and and like, But not only that, being there for every game like Jack's dad was.
2: I would normally say I'm in. But after my conversation with you today, out.
1: <laughs> what do you mean out? Because you're the worst, Burr. No, I'm not the worst. Mary has decided out of nowhere, from the clouds, that she wants to put together a baseball club at at our son's school,
2: pod a baseball club pod, right? Because our sports are not really happening, but our kids are in school in a pod.
1: Yes, but and I thought,
2: what if the pod played just baseball?
1: And she wanted, in the in the beginning, she wanted me to like run the thing, guaranteed, guaranteed. And then I told her, I said, listen, I don't want to be a podist. We we are, I already work a full time job. And we also happen to own and run a media company together, so our time is limited. As a matter of fact, today I wrote a, a blog post about WandaVision. This I is just our like an organized this is our third podcast episode of the day. Just
2: like a Sandlot, but with an adult.
1: And technically, we're supposed to have a fourth podcast today, but we're gonna we're gonna put the kibosh on it after this. So I'm just saying.
2: Anyway, it's that's a lot in or out.
1: I am way in on Little League, and I am way in on going to to it. I'm even in on coaching. I love coaching. I truly do. I just don't want to be liable in a pandemic for a baseball league. I think that's a fair statement. It wouldn't be a
2: baseball league. It would be a baseball pod. (laughs)
1: All right. In or out on edible arrangements? In. All right. In or out on the- I'm only
2: in on it, though, on the first day. If you don't need it within the first day-
1: Then you got to be out. You're done. You're out. You want
2: to know my favorite? What's that? The double chocolate dipped bananas.
1: Ow, uh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, no, God, Please, no.
2: Give no. me some white. Give me some no. dark. And get no. squishy, squishy, squishy. Oh, on the no what, you don't even
1: deserve this. <laughs> Shame. Oh, Sign my me God. up. I was just going to say, in or out as a follow up, as the chocolate covered strawberries, as the best portion of the edible arrangement.
2: The chocolate-covered strawberries are divine.
1: Right. They're better They're they're better than the banana.
2: The banana, it's like a surprise.
1: I, there was one time, <laughs> there was one time I got you an edible arrangement, right? And I, I got it for you and it was like the, the one of the bigger ones. And you were out doing something and I, and I saw it in the fridge and I, I was like, oh, you know what? I bought it. I'm going to have one. I'm going to have a little piece of it. Okay. <laughs> so I go <laughs> and I see... That there's this chocolate-covered thing. I'm like, oh, dude, chocolate-covered marshmallows. How cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, right? A chocolate-covered marshmallow? How can you go wrong with that? I go pop it in. Freaking banana. The best. The worst. I puked it out, essentially. All right, the next one. In or out on Tesla
2: cars. I don't really know I'm supposed to fail about this Musk guy, so... I'm um,
1: out. Elon Musk is a weird dude. For those of you who don't know, Elon Musk is probably the richest man on the planet who happens to own Tesla. Oh God,
2: I don't really know, but we have a Tesla dealership super
1: close to we us. We do. It's right around the corner. Yeah. So. Um. I I'm in on Tesla, though. I'm I am not take bunkered on that because Teslas right now are like driving themselves.
2: I know. That's why I was saying that. That's what the Pearsons need. And
1: it's a little sky netty for okay. me. It's a little netty. i I'm
2: a little out. I don't really know how
1: I feel about this situation. In or out on Robert De Niro. I'm in. I am in on Robert De Niro. What's your favorite Robert De Niro movie?
2: Give me a moment. I know that you already know yours.
1: Yeah, mine's Goodfellas. He is just... I, he, I, if I could give him 15 outstandings for Goodfellas, I would give him that. Um, obviously, you know, there are some things, you know, like, you know, Taxi Driver, of course. Uh, Hook. Um, Hook. Uh, no, he's or not he's in, in Hook. Hook. That's Dustin <laughs> Ro- that's 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 Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hook. <laughs> you
1: know, he started Hook with Helen Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, you know, <laughs> the Deer Hunter, of course. You know, uh, oh geez, I don't know. There, there's, there's a whole bunch of different stuff. But I, I'm in on Robert. You know, you know who he, what he was really good in, and he was good in Joker. I really liked him in Joker. I didn't see that. That was, that was really good. You haven't seen Joker. That's right. That's a movie we're going to have to watch right, So soon. it's like
2: super depressing. That's the last thing I need right now.
1: It's so. very depressing, but yeah. it's very good. All set. I liked it. So do you have a Robert, favorite Robert no, De movie? No, I don't, play. Okay. All right. Uh in a on... A- <laughs> <laughs> I
2: thought it was Dustin Hoffman for a moment, so no. <laughs> and I listed Hook. Just, just, just leave, me, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know what to do this depressing stuff. Give me flying Robin Williams.
1: Dustin Hoffman. Oh, my God. All right. Interrupt on A Few Good Men. I'm in. I'm in on A Few Good Men. That's a great movie.
2: I only saw it once, but I'm in. Uh,
1: Written by Aaron Sorkin, as a matter of fact, as one of his earliest films. Okay. Incredible. If you have not seen A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise and Demi Moore. and I'm talking to the listeners.
2: Oh, okay. If you haven't
1: seen it yet... You're going to want to watch it. It's incredible. Incredible. That's where the whole Code Red thing came from. Uh, in a route on Meet the Fawkes, which is a Robert De Niro film. I'm in. I'm in on... That was the first time I really felt like Robert De Niro was actually really funny. Uh, in a route, rescuing random people. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And why are you in, Mary? Because I'm a Gryffindor. You're a wizard, Harry. Yep. No, no. You know You know. what's really apropos for that one?
2: I'm Harry freaking yeah my favorite was when i had you help me rescue the vet
1: oh my god
2: because you don't like to rescue people at all it's one thing no. if i rescue people by myself and then you just get mad at me like yes. oh that could have killed you yes but yeah that time when i had you help <sighs> me rescue the vet
1: that was i mean listen i want to help vets out as in veterans by the way that's what we mean uh All the time, but he, the the veteran that Mary wanted to rescue was on a number of different things, and Mary and I had a number of different drinks, and I just did not feel safe doing that. So, that is why I was out on that. But we saved him. So, I'm out on rescuing random people. Uh, And you're out on flying economy.
2: There's other options?
1: (laughs) Yes, there are other options. We're just too cheap to buy them. I'm joking. If I had the money, I would be out, 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 out for days, years. Okay. How about you?
2: I mean, we're both giants. We both are like fighting over the aisle seat so we can trip the stewardess. That's true. Not meaning to, but yes. All right,
1: in or out on medium rare steak.
2: In. I like things more rare than you do. Yes,
1: you do. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of picky when it comes to my yes, steak. Yes, you are. I don't send it back. Oh, no, 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 You're no, a no. You're I'm a medium. I'm a medium guy. Yeah. I'm a medium guy. I'll even go slight, like, I will do, like... A medium well. No, no, I want... No, 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 no. I don't go that far. Okay. No, no, no. I will do, like, halfway between medium rare and medium.
2: I've never seen you do that, but okay. But I'll do it. I'll do it. You'll do that when I cook it accidentally and Yeah, too
1: it, you know, and then I'm, you know... Dying. <laughs> all the E. coli will come through. All right, last one. In a out, going into labor with future in-laws.
2: Nope. Close the legs.
1: Yeah, no, all set. Especially if they're in person or on the phone, as they as Beth and Randall are going to be with, uh, with Madison. I
2: mean, I actually would have stayed on the phone with anybody at that point. Let's be real, this is me. Yeah. When you were in surgery for six hours, I talked the entire time to your dad. Oh,
1: that's right before he uh, stopped talking to me. I think
2: it was my fault. Uh!
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Bam! (laughs) Just like that.
2: It didn't help that political stuff was on TV all the time. I was like, sure, what are your opinions on the current president?
1: (laughs) And my dad, my dad, listen, we are not a political podcast, but my dad, and I can share this because I don't care. uh, He is a big Trump guy. So yeah, that is what it is. Anyway, anyway. um, It
2: made for a very interesting discussion that I don't think he was prepared to have.
1: I'm sure it was an interesting conversation between you guys. All right. You ready? Got a hot take? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Cool. Here you we do go. Too. I got a. Hot, I'm, I got a couple of hot takes. Here we go. All right, Marvin. What do you got? You go first. All right. So the first one, again, this. You know what? I'm gonna take development. I can't. I. I can't be take cornered on this. So just go with me on it. Kevin will miss the birth. Kevin's going to miss the birth. Hello, we're in a pandemic. You're supposed to quarantine for 10 days at whatevs, least. Whatevs, whatevs. That aside, listen, he's, all the he's mistakes. He's All the mistakes that the writer's made in this particular episode, They're ain't going to make over. a difference. It's no, gonna, you're right. It, it, uh, he's either going to be there he ain't in quarantine periods, whatever. It ain't going to matter.
2: Oh my God, because he's an actor, maybe he can put on scrubs and pretend to be a doctor. Maybe he's just going to act his way, and he's going to be like freaking Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie where he pretends to be a whole bunch of things. Oh, Catch Me If You Can? Yeah. that's Love what's gonna that happen. movie. The TSA lady's going to turn around, and he's going to snag a TSA shirt and be like, excuse me, could I please check that bag? And then he's going to wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> and then he's going to sit down. And he's going to tell people, oh, I'm a hostess, uh, you know, and push a cart. And then he's going to go sneak into the hospital. Yeah, figured
1: it out. Maybe, maybe. All right, uh, so Kevin's going to miss the birth. And it's going to cause a big rift between he and Madison. It's going to be a thing if she doesn't die. She might. Oh my God. She might. I'm, I, I'm still, still throwing that in there. It will send him into a spiral.
2: Why is she so beautifully dressed, by the way, giving birth? Oh, makeup That's is fantastic. Right? Like,
1: oh, oh, stunning she, makeup. She was prepared. She was very prepared. You knew, you know, that was part of her birth plan. Even though the, I'm going uh, the, to look fabulous
2: <laughs> the fiance of Kevin Pearson
1: yeah I need I eat.
2: I will not look like Mary no, Mary Larson
1: no 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 we don't do that when you're nope. when you're Mrs. Pearson soon to be Mrs. Pearson uh, it's gonna cause a major spiral for Kevin uh, and it's going to be something that he has to come out of but the one of the people that will bring it him out of it. Your girl Cassidy, Cassidy's coming back. Hashtag who are they? And when Cassidy comes back, Uncle Nicky's coming back, and Uncle Nicky's gonna help him out, and it's gonna be a big deal. It's gonna be great. I'm I'm in on that. And by the way, by the way, I think your your boy Foster, he's gonna know Who's that Kim, Foster. He's the director.
2: He's not my boy.
1: Mm. What do you even mean? Mm. He's a little artsy. I figured that you would you would like him. What the hell's wrong? um <laughs> Um, Foster's gonna forgive him because he knows that Kevin's on the edge, and Kevin's gonna continue on with the film. It's gonna happen, and that's what's gonna. Okay. It, and he, he, that's how he's still gonna have his job. That's how he's still gonna make money because once you let go of I'm this film, that's not
2: saying your person. I'm gonna find really weird people.
1: <laughs> that's how the whole you, your boy Miggy style. I know, and I'm
2: still down with that choice.
1: <laughs> At first, you weren't down with that choice.
2: And then get. Then I. Then you got the inflatables,
1: inflatables. <laughs> and then he was your boy.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh. So. So that's it. All right. What's your. Uh, what's your hot take?
2: Kevin doesn't go back to the film.
1: Oh, okay. doesn't
2: actually win an Oscar. It's just pretend. Kate gives it to him for his first birthday, or his kid <laughs> gives it to him for best dad ever. You're the best dad ever. It says best dad ever. You never right got on a it. real Oscar, but you're the best dad to me.
1: Uh, and then he makes his
2: money elsewhere.
1: Oh, what does he do making it? Let's let, let's
2: let's do a little uh, a little role
1: play here. What? What does he do? I don't want to do a role you don't play. Do, okay. I'm just
2: saying. I just wanted to find something completely opposite of yours. <laughs> Because I never have a hot take.
1: No, very rarely. But you, when you have when you have one, you got some good ones.
2: But yeah, maybe that's not a real Oscar. Maybe maybe people will hear our podcast and they be like, "Damn it, they've saw the Oscar." <laughs> let's not make it a real Oscar. How about his kid give it to him? He's the best dad
1: ever, yeah. Dad. Love you. Russell says best performance by a dad. <laughs> All right, you ready to close this bad boy out, Marvin? Sure am. All right, let's. Close it out, shall? We? Oh, what, before I before I forget, one last thing. Little Jack standing up to his dad like that, telling him to shut up. Okay, you gotta be careful because it's Jack Jack. Yeah, well, yeah, young Jack. Young okay, young Jack, Jack standing Peterson, up to his dad, okay. telling his dad to shut up. Yeah, and he's all stressed out driving. Yeah, and mirroring that with with older Kevin telling Foster your boy Foster to shut up.
2: Oh, just, nice just job. I just
1: thought about that as we as we were closing out the show. Just.
2: Throwing that out there, you got nervous. You were like, "Oh, he, he shouldn't have said that." And I said, "He can say whatever he wants." He's That's
1: angry. True. He's angry. He's going to get forgiven. He's going to. He's going to. De- you know, De Niro. De Niro's like, "Dude, whatever." I mean, I'm Robert De Niro. What, what else am I doing?
2: I'm in Canada. I'll go skiing.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's fine.
2: Yeah, let's go have a couple of beers. I didn't even want to do it today. That's why I was taking so long. I was kind of hoping we could yeah. cancel. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Whatever. I'll go have a couple of bats blue. We'll fine. we are cool. That's what you think he has. <laughs> you know what? I want to subvert expectation. Maybe he has Labatts. What do you what do you think he's drinking?
2: I don't even know. I bet he drinks like that maca tea stuff. I don't even think he drinks alcohol, matcha, matcha a- tea. <laughs> I'm from Rhode Island. Yeah.
1: You know what he did? Got a donkey's. He went down to donkey's after he got some ciggies and beer at the Packy. Got a nice and he got a,
2: a large extra extra. Yo,
1: give me that large maca tea. What you got?
2: In case any of you are wondering how severely bad Blake's accent is, our kindergartner <laughs> was reading Frog and Toad That's to right. grandparents today. And um, what happened, Blake?
1: So, our, uh, you know, our, our Mary's parents asked, hey, well, Felicity, what's the title of the story that, that you're reading? she goes, yeah, it's The Corner. <laughs> and they paused. And they're like, wait, what? Oh, Corner. Oh, Corner. Corner. Yeah, The Corner.
2: <laughs> my five-year-old can't speak properly. Oh, it's
1: the best. I fist pumped. Oh, fist pumped and glory at that one. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. And then I went to Donkeys and got my maca tea guy. Yep. So good. <laughs> all right, let's close this bad boy out. <laughs> that might be our new shirt. <laughs> <Mac-a-tee>. <laughs> oh, all right, everybody. Thank you for joining uh, joining us on this show, whether it is live or listening to us in the podcast app. Of course, uh, we want to thank for all the thank you for all the participation and remind you that, yes, you can leave voicemails. Please do so. Go to maryandblake.com, hit the contact button. Under that, you'll see a little voicemail button. Click that, and you'll be able to just send a recording right to us, and it'll be emailed. That'll be that, and you'll have your voice heard on the podcast just like Emily's today. So I'm excited about that.
2: On that note, my name is Mary Larson.
1: My name's is <laughs> Makati,
2: And this is us. Two.